0: First thing I'd start with, Kieran, would be maybe make a bit, bit better use of your accountant. That might be a surprising one maybe to start with. But, you know, a lot of people use their accountant just purely for, for tax return reasons. But these people have a very good expertise in the whole area of of setting up a business properly, looking at maybe, you know, profitability of the business and also, you know, obviously looking at tax savings and so on. But one of the things that, that we would be encouraging, particularly on the farm management side, is, is even from the point of view of succession and, and, and making use of, the, of your accountant to give you a bit more than just kind of putting a figure in front of you what your tax bill is for the year. That would be the first thing I, 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 would, I would encourage people to do, to make use of those people for more than just generating a, a figure
1: for tax for you. Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Overcast, the Chago Sheep podcast. Each episode, we bring you latest insights, advice, and technical updates for the sheep industry. This week, I'm joined by my colleague, Catherine Egan, host of the Beef Edge podcast, as we discuss financial management tips on dry stock farms with Chagas financial specialist, Kevin Connolly. We hear first from Catherine.
2: Kevin, you're very welcome. January is a good month to review 2023 financial performance before we start focusing and putting a plan in place for 2024.
0: It's a good starting point to, to look back on the year just gone, just to get a few... Feelers for for what went right and what went wrong and when everything is still fresh in your head as regards prices um, and weather and everything else, uh, it's it's, it's a very useful thing.
2: I suppose, can you start maybe with going through what you see as the main advantages for a farmer who completes a profit monitor?
0: Well, the main advantage, Catherine, I suppose, is that the profit monitor is very useful in actually pulling together all the financial information for the farm for the last completed production year. But then combining that with some of the main physical or technical measures to produce a kind of a more rounded picture of the year, so it stacks the financial and and, and the technical, the physical side beside. Now, most farms already have all this information, but it's quite scattered. Uh, it's you know in a number of different forms, uh, invoices, checkbooks, uh, marks, and factory sheets. It's it's you know it's 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 all there, but it's 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 the profit monitor gives a format to actually pull that together. Now, the tax accounts that everybody has to do, that puts some kind of a structure on the financial information, but they generally don't become available until much later in the year. And we're trying to encourage as many people as possible to to try and look at the finances as early as possible after the year just finishes. And that gives them a a, a bit of a steer as to what they potentially could be looking at changing um, in, in, in in the coming year. And I suppose the other thing that the tax accounts doesn't necessarily give you is it doesn't have that link to the physical um, performance necessarily on the farm. And that's crucial in, in trying to gauge uh, where the performance is uh, and, and how the farm did. And the profit monitor creates that link. And I suppose the, the main advantage is that it's, it's a service that that, that we provide to, to in Chagas to all our clients that are interested in coming forward with the necessary information to get the job done.
2: And you mentioned it there, Kevin, it's often quite a daunting task as to, for farmers, where you start. What advice have you for listeners?
0: Well, look, Catherine. Yeah, there is. There's a bit of work in it. All right, um, and but like as as with most things, anything that you want to get a decent reward from requires a little bit of effort, and the profit monitor is no different. There, the more you put into it in terms of the the quality of the information and how much detail you 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 put into the system, the more you're going to get back in terms of the your understanding uh, and and the, the the detail in the analysis. As I said earlier, uh, Catherine, most of the information is already there. It's just a matter of putting a small bit of order around it. Um, like you have all your stock sales from the farm they are there in, you know, the mart, the factory sheets, and you can pull that together or there might be potential to pull that digitally together if you if you deal with one particular mart or, or factory and most of your sales go through that. But even if that's not an issue for you, if you you know, looking at computers or digital reports is, is not something that, that you're interested in in, in, in pursuing. Chugs advisors have plenty of uh, experience in this area, and, and they'll give some guidance and help on how to actually pull that information together. So that's the sales side, uh, and that's one component. The other side of it then is, okay, the expenses associated with the farm. So the main ones like feed, fertiliser, vet, most of those are, you know, you'd be dealing with kind of one main supplier for your feed, fertiliser, uh, and one vet. So a, a, a printed electronic statement or, or a printed or electronic statement requested from from, from from those suppliers at the end of the year, at this time of the year, ask them to give you a full list of everything that they supplied to you in 2023. That'll have everything that you, you need or the vast majority of the information you need for those kind of key key expenses. And then anything else outside of that, you should be able to trace it through your, your bank statement or your checkbook. So look, at there are some Electronic options to gather some of this through online banking or through some of the, the cash flow programs that are available there. And Chagas has its own uh, cash flow program um, in, in, in Microsoft Excel that we can distribute to clients if they want to record that information as they go during the year. Um, but it's, it's, it's whatever you're having yourself as regards to the way you, you, you choose to actually pull the information together.
1: Kevin, just like on that, you you've covered most of the data that goes into. I suppose there's remote sources there for some of the production data, like ACBF. Have you any tips like the cost control planner is one way, maybe keeping track of this throughout the year? If you're going to continue on this, is there any other tips you'd have for kind of pulling that data together? Yeah, well,
0: look at the cost control planner is 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 the most organized way of doing it, Kieran. Uh, it was set up for that purpose. It has all the kind of categories and headings that you need. It doesn't require an awful lot of, um, you know competency on a computer you don't have to be able to, to be an expert driver on a computer to be able to use it uh, but you obviously need to have have to have a computer to, to run it it is it's freely available to all clients as well Karen uh, you know so we have no problem in, in, in giving that out to people to use but you have to use it um, you know it's not a mind reader so you have to actually put the information in uh, look at you can put it in regularly or you, or you can put it in uh, all in one block at the at the end of the year um, other options look at, I've seen all sorts of options over the years. We have sets of input sheets, um, you know, you're back, if, if, once you go away from the computer, you're back then usually looking at writing, uh, you know, or, or, or keeping a manual record. Um, we There, there is a, a kind of booklet that, that advisors developed themselves uh, a number of years ago to be able to capture month by month um, the different costs uh, and, and, and income uh, categories for, for the farm for the year. Some of the accountants do very good kind of breakdown um, reports showing, um, you know, for each individual transaction, what where the money was spent. And um, so some of the some of the accountancy firms do provide that type of information. And getting your information into the accountant early um, is 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 a useful um, you know thing to do. And and maybe request that back, and it can be used for a profit monitor. Anybody that's participating in the National Farm Survey as well, you know, we have our own National Farm Survey recorders that go out to a limited number of farms and we get very detailed information uh, on those farms and that can be used to generate a profit monitor. So there's a number of different options. Um, the ACBF, uh, anybody that signed up to that, um, you know, all the stock information in terms of numbers of stock that go through the farm in the year. Um, all sales and purchases uh, numbers, and sometimes even the euro amounts, can be picked up off the ACBF system, provided you're signed up for 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 the herd plus. Um, so it's it's a very useful, and we tap into as many of those are available. We're not going to ask people to to hunt after information that's already available there. We we'll, we we'll go after the easiest way of getting the information with with the with the blessing of of, of an individual farmer and um, to, to pull it together uh, to, to actually run the analysis.
1: Kevin, there might be a bit of work on pulling it together, but it's probably a very useful process as well. It puts a lot of the costs and the inputs and outputs on the firm into perspective as well. It
0: does. It does, yeah. And that perspective is useful, Kieran. Uh, as I said, you know, it, it it's the profit monitor produces uh, a good number of reports uh, and and some of them are are, are quite detailed um but we, you know we we've actually incorporated quite a quite a bit of uh, a few graphs into the system now as well but what it tries to do when it's given the information back is it tries as, as i said earlier to kind of relate the financial with the physical which, you know some of the key kind of physical or technical components so you know the the, the the total value of of the farm output and the farm expenses would be related back to the land area farm the stock on rate on the farm um, and you know the, the the total output the total physical output in terms of kilos of 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 um, saleable uh, cattle and and sheep sold off the farm um, and it, it, it tries to, 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 to relate those two things together, the physical and the financial, um, and then looks at, at the individual components of uh, the cost associated with generating those sales and, the, and that output for the farm. Um, and, and really, th- that's whether the advisor and the farmer kind of work together and, and kind of relate, right, I know I, I generated this amount of sales. What was the given level of, of cost associated with that? And can I relate that back to what I'm stocked at on the farm or what actually happened on the farm during the year in terms of weather or something maybe that didn't go right in terms of system or a health issue on the farm? And it, every individual farm is different. And, you, you know, with the advisor and the farmer working together and teasing through the figures, they can relate all the, the, the full story of the farm will be there for them for the for the last year. And that's a very, very useful thing to do.
1: Just like in terms of that detail, like many of the farms have mixed enterprises, maybe sheep and beef on it, or even different beef enterprises. You know, you, you can get that breakdown of the different enterprises, how they performed as well. You can, Kieran, and, that, and that's something that's maybe a little bit unique to, to the profit
0: monitor is that, you know, where you have a mixed uh, enterprise farm, as you say, cattle and sheep quite common as a, as a, as a mixed uh, set of enterprises on a farm. The system will work with the figures and, and, and split them up between the enterprise to give you an individual assessment of each of those enterprises individually, as well as the whole farm set of figures uh, for, for, for the farming system. So, uh, you know, breaking that down in terms of what the cattle enterprise contributed to the overall farm and what the the companion sheep enterprise that were on, was on that farm as well contributed, Gives you an indication as to which you know which enterprises is, is is doing versus the other, and that will I suppose kind of tailor the, the the decisions maybe that might be made as regards maybe increasing one, scaling back the other, or or future decisions on, on those enterprises
1: on the farm. Yeah, I mean, it's you no know, important. You have the overall farm, but you have each individual enterprise. So when you're making your decisions, it's giving you a good foot. And look, we're talking about making decisions. Probably one of the useful things it does it can help you work towards a target for that farm. Like so. In terms of either profit or that, whether it be gross margin or net margin, is there any way they can benchmark themselves again a target or again other farmers? The profit monitor, I suppose, is is
0: is is known as a benchmarking tool or a benchmarking system. So we do try and, try and encourage comparison of the farm figures against some benchmark, some actual set of target figures or 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 or, or figures that you're you're trying to to pick up the differences against, um, and. The main thing most farmers, and we have a good few farmers that 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 are doing profit monitor consistently over the years, and the first thing that most farmers do when they get their their analysis back from their advisor, when they're sitting down to talk with through through it with their advisor, the first thing they're comparing against is well, how did they do this year versus the last year, and being able to pick up the difference on their own farm between the two years and trying to relate that back and having that discussion with the, with the, with the advisor and thinking back, right. Prices went this way, you know, input prices went this, went, went the other way. And, you know, the stocking rate, I had to change that during the year. Or I had a difficult summer in terms of grazing and so on. And um, that that's, that's all can be re- related, but uh, to pick up why one year is, is better or worse than the previous year. And, and that's, I suppose the purest benchmark you're going to have because it's, Everything else on the far- everything else behind the scenes is consistent. It's the same farmer, usually, usually the same land base, uh, so you're down then to looking at, at at components of the actual performance that that vary during the year and why did that happen? As I said, due to prices, obviously a big variation, uh, and weather and health factors and so on. All those things kind of will, will be discussed. Outside of that, here and where you go to to benchmark, then you know. The advisor will be able to work with the farmer and set a kind of set of target figures for each of the different components in terms of the output and, and the costs uh, and be able to kind of set what a, a farm similar to, to, to your farm is is, is, is your farming system, uh, what a, a specific target would be or a good target would be. But the one thing i would say is that i wouldn't like listeners to get the view that this is just kind of a, a, an exercise in, in in beating somebody up on uh, as regards their costs the whole purpose of benchmarking is not to be able to say you know this cost is too high you know you're 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 spending far too much on that it's it's relating kind of what was spent back to what production you got you got from it because we know from looking at profit monitors over the years there's all sorts of different ways to generate profit and some people have reasonably high cost based on their farm but they're meeting it on the other side with a good high output and there's nothing wrong with that but the problem is where you have a, a an inconsistency there in terms of the output versus you know what the farm could be doing uh, in terms of uh, a, a cost base to produce that and they're not achieving that for some reason and that's the area that the advisor and the farmer can work together with um, using the information from the profit monitor. Can I, to put a plan in place maybe to do something different in the coming year and see does that make a difference in terms of bottom
1: line profits. I think that's a very important point and every farming system has to be taken in context of what they're working with. Look, at, we just mentioned profit. I suppose the two measures that are shown in the profit model output is gross margin and net profit. Maybe just for some of the listeners, you just explain the difference between those and the limitations of interpreting it? Look, at there, there's some kind of
0: might be slightly complex terminology that's 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 thrown out around discussion of the finances, but really what we're we're getting at with some of these measures is really just to try and, and and get at a figure that we can easily kind of compare and easily look at and 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 pull apart to see but what's actually affecting that figure. So if you look at gross margin, the reason we we, we kind of use gross margin a lot is that the way gross margin is calculated on a farm, it takes the value of the sales or the value of the sales, which is, is the biggest component of, of output on the farm, and deducts from those sales what we call the variable costs, which are the main costs that would be linked to the level of the output on the farm. So what level of, of of sales you produced and the value of that sales is quite closely related to some of the key variable costs, such as, and I mentioned most of them already, the likes of your purchase feed, your fertilizer, your contractor, your vet. They're classed as as, as the variable costs, which which tend to rise and fall versus the, the output. So when we take the value, total value of your variable costs from your the total value of the output on the farm, that's your, your, what's defined as your gross margin. And it's a very kind of useful, I suppose, proxy or, or indicator of efficiency uh, of production on the farm. But after that, there's still a whole tranche of costs that haven't even been looked at. And, and we define that batch of costs as, as the fixed costs. And I suppose the only difference between those costs and the variable costs that I mentioned previously is those fixed costs tend to not vary as much in, in, in intensity on the farm. They tend to be related to other things other decisions that are made on the farm, decisions to invest in in machinery or buildings, or you know, borrow money to, to 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 buy land or invest, other in other things on the farm, a lot of those, some of the main fixed costs are tied up in those type type of categories. Now they still have to be covered, and um, there's still a, a a cost on the system that the farm has to cover. And um, so they, when they're deducted off your your but your gross margin, that leaves you then your net profit figure at the end. And we. Kieran, we tend to kind of keep um, direct payments on that kind of out of that calculation until the very end. Once you end up with your net profit from farm operating uh, activities, then we add the direct payments on at that stage to give you your final net profit figure. And and, and the main reason we do that is that it just makes it more transparent. You know, if, if the direct payments are kind of kept to the end, what the actual farming activity is doing on its own right.
2: You mentioned there, Kevin, the importance of farmers that have completed a profit monitor for a number of consecutive years what feedback have you got from farmers that have completed one annually for the last number of years
0: I suppose that the main feedback Catherine is is that they find it very very useful in being able to pick up trends uh, on, on, on their farm uh, over the years like as we know, uh, no two years are the same, um, and you know there's an awful lot of things that that vary uh, when you're in the 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 business of farming, and some of which are can be slightly within your control, and some of which are outside of your control. But when like we have farmers that have been doing profit monitors consistently, uh, some some of them back over the last 20 years and they have a great range of information on their farm in and it it can be all put on one report so they can actually see the story with the year kind of listed alongside it and they can kind of relate all that back. And that, that history of the farm, the, you know, in terms of the, the, the profit monitor analysis, going back over that length, it, it, it takes in a number of the different components of the story. Some of, some of which were, as I said, uh, dictated by the way, the, the direction that the farm went during that period, you know, if a decision was made to change enterprise or either become more intensive or less intensive or bring in more land in the, into the system uh, or, you know, as you know, do something different as regards the way they, they, they actually farmed, that can be picked up, that story can be picked up uh, within those sets of figures on the profit monitor. And that's, that trend in figures year on year is one of the key advantages that that most people that do it every year find is that you know just looking back over that it gives them a sense of satisfaction that you know they they're, they're going in the right direction, or you know it, it it also helps them kind of understand how their farm business operates from a financial point of view, and that they can they can actually see the story, and relate it back to to all the things that, that that they knew happened. I mean people look back on, on 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 previous years of data and and will say, yeah, that was the year of the bad summer and, you know, difficult grazing and that was the year, that, you know I, I was able to keep stock out an awful lot longer and look at the difference that that made in terms of, uh, you know, getting extra grass into stock and so on. And the, and the, the difference that, that made to my costs and, you know, point to differences in stock and rate and various things that they did on the farm. And it's, 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 it's a very, very useful thing to, to have that information to hand.
2: Most definitely, we've seen over the years, as you mentioned, volatile market conditions or weather can really impact on the financial performance in a particular year. Many listeners might say, "I know my bill for meal, fertilizer, or veterinary. What it was? How does that impact on improving their financial performance going forward?"
0: Yeah, well, look at knowing no the meal bill and vet bill and so on is is a great start. I know, Catherine, because I, I suppose some people wouldn't. You know, be able to to pull that figure uh, out without using something like a profit monitor, or else they're looking at their their tax accounts. But really, what we try to do with uh, with the, the 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 profit monitor type analysis is is relate that level of spending back to the actual sales and the output of the farm. As as I mentioned earlier, there's nothing wrong with 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 spending money on a farm, provided you get a decent level of output to be able to carry it. Um, and, or, you know, you make that decision on the basis of the way the system is set up. You know, one of the things that that obviously we push big time in Chagas is trying to, to produce at, 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 you know, and maximize the use of, of grazed grass within within the system to try and, and, and use a, a low cost uh, feed to be able to maximize the output you get. That's not to say that you you know purchase concentrates are not a a a key component of, of, of a good few of the systems, uh, particularly the finishing systems that we have. But provided those you're getting a return from that, and that will become pretty visible within a, a, an end of year profit monitor analysis, whether that spend in in some of those costs is is justified or not in terms of the output
2: most definitely as farmers start to gather the information particularly for veterinary bill for example they can see whether some of the bill was made up of a vaccination program versus a treatment program etc
0: yeah and 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 we've do, we've done a bit more work in 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 the profit monitor over the last couple of years in 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 breaking down some of those costs a little bit more giving a little bit more information back to the farmer because that was one of the I suppose feedback that we were getting back from from farmers themselves. We always obviously had a cost in uh, a cost category in the profit monitor vet, Um, and just as you described there, Catherine, farmers were saying, "Well, that vet is made up of an awful lot of individual costs in there that we wouldn't mind having a look at to see, you know, are we are we getting uh, much." Uh, return for 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 the way we're actually spending money on on veterinary so the likes of vaccinations uh you know picking up vaccinations versus kind of general dosing uh, and general uh, parasite control uh, is one aspect uh that that we split out separately to allow people or give people the option of of looking in in a bit more detail at, at some of those costs
1: Kevin, you've covered a lot about the profit model and various aspects of how it can influence your business. Maybe if you had three comments or advice, piece of advice for listeners to undertake for twenty twenty four, what would it be?
0: I suppose the first thing I'd start with, Kieran, would be uh, maybe make a bit bit better use of your accountant. That might be a surprising one, maybe to start with. But you know, a lot of people use their accountant just purely for for tax return reasons. Um, but these people have a very good expertise in the whole area of of, of setting up a business properly. Uh, Looking at maybe you know profitability of the business, and also you know obviously looking at tax savings and so on. But one of the things that that we would be encouraging, particularly on the farm management side, is is even from the point of view of succession and 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 making use of, the, of your accountant to give you a bit more than just kind of what uh, putting a figure in front of you what your tax bill is for the year. That'd be the first thing i i i, I would i would encourage people to do to make use of those people uh, for for more than just uh, you know generating a, a figure for tax for you the second uh, one i think back to kind of uh, uh, what the the topic of of, of this particular podcast is, is is don't don't be afraid to start looking at the finances yourself um you know they're not that scary when you get into it and your advisor will assist you in being able to to pull together you know very useful information that you can actually use yourself to, as a way of helping you make decisions on the farm. So, you know, just using your current account balance, your tax accounts to to, to 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 give you that feel, it'll get you so far, but the likes of a profit monitor really allows you to take control by, you know, getting a good handle on the figures yourself and getting yourself more comfortable with how financially the farm works. And just to pick up on that, my last one would be, you know, if you could make uh, this year uh, and and using the profit monitor, to look at say the last completed year, which is 2023, if you've never done one before, if you could make that 2023 analysis the first year of many that you're going to look at using the profit monitor, as I said earlier, every year is different, but the general trends tend to follow kind of reasonable straight lines. And if you can kind of work that out in your head by by looking at at sets of figures on your farm using a profit monitor over a number of years you'll be giving yourself great information to, to help you make some of the, you know, significant enough decisions that people have to make around their farms over over, over the period of, of a year or two.
1: Kevin, that's a great bit of advice. Really appreciate you coming on with us today. That's all, Kieran, Thanks very much. And Catherine, thank you. That's it for me for this episode. I have included a link in the show notes. For anyone that's interested in completing a Profit Modern where you can find out more detail about it, that's on the Chugas webpage. For updates on our sheep program, keep an eye on our Twitter page, at Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to follow us and subscribe for more episodes.